put your junk in that box. Three. Make her open the box. <laughs> Every holiday. Uh-huh. It's my dick in a box. Nope. So I couldn't I couldn't watch Dynamite. It's all just like on a YouTube binge as like I could you know what I'm saying, try to work on the link. I went and watched like battle raps. I watched battle rap fights. And then I just watched Dick in a Box for the first time in years. That's Backstage a thing? at the CMAs, it's my Dick in a Box. <laughs> you ain't the seen Dick in a Box? The Country Music Awards? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Of all places. Uh, yeah, seen that? It's like 10, nah, 12 dude. years old. Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg on uh, Saturday Night Live. See, I never really watched too much Saturday Night Live. Me neither. I always I was watch when Dave's guy. on there. Facts, facts. I've no, like, I, I mean, never like, really I grew watched up watching. I grew up watching Saturday Night Live, and but like Mad TV. I thought Mad TV was way funnier when I was little. I was definitely a Mad TV guy. Saturday at ten yeah. on Fox. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It played into like, again, the '90s being the best. It all comes back, right? The '90s were the best time for identity and culture and and give a fuck, and plus. As a young preteen boy, they're a little more edgy. So it was like, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, yeah, sex toy story. I remember that skit because I'm having grown out of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember uh, the Sopranos skits. <laughs> remind me. Just like Will Sasso. I mean, Playing Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Like, I, feel, I feel like this wasn't. I feel like this wasn't like your cup of tea. But like Stewart was always funny when I was a kid. When I was a child, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was a child, as an adult, not so much. Very annoying. Uh, but as a child, Stewart was the guy. Look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> like, as ass. as a thirty four year old man, like yo, get your fucking kid out of the grocery store. He's he's causing a yeah. fucking ruckus. Damn. No, like grab him, get your kid, get your son. He's a school, he's a school shooter in the making. Get him, please. Um, yeah, man. Now, yeah, check out Dick in the Box. Nice, wholesome, enjoyable fun. Um, for all the critiques you could have about Justin Timberlake, uh, especially in the last few years, Dick in the Box is cool, and he did make some slaps. He definitely made some slaps. Uh, he was definitely trying to be like the cool white boy. When he went solo, like I, I don't know why I just thought about this. It's different. It's totally yeah. off subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick before you hit me, go check out Justin Timberlake's beard in the Rocky Body video and act like he wasn't trying to be the, the, the cool white boy who macked on black women. Go ahead, sorry. My buddy, my buddy sent me this shit today. You watch, you know, Eastbound and Down for sure. I'll have to send you this video. It's, it's of uh, fake. Pat- Yes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, you close your eyes and like you can't tell the transition. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, like if, if you close your eyes the whole way and then like and if you didn't watch he's pounding down and like he starts talking about I had the goddamn spoon guy from fucking Soundgarden <laughs> at my fucking parties, like you would have no idea. Facts, facts, facts. Listen, go on IG. You'll be able to find it somehow. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes giving an interview, 
and then they splice it and like they cut it and like the next piece is like some eastbound and down footage and Patrick Mahomes and Kenny Powers definitely uh got similar speech cadences and rhythms and whatnot. No, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big Ray, how are so, you? So brother? you didn't get to watch okay. Oh, I'm good. You didn't get to watch Dynamite? No, I just read about it. Um yeah, I didn't get to either. Yeah, no. Uh, I couldn't tell if you meant, like, if you were laughing that I couldn't watch it or you were saying that you couldn't watch it. So I was like, oh, well. No, I couldn't either. No. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was, uh, the weather was too fucked up down here. I had my dish all fucked up. So I watched the latest episode of The Last of Us. Y'all got bad, uh, bad signals down there? Weather it's been raining. Crazy? And okay. Yeah, it was raining windy as fuck. Gotcha. Season's season been changing. Your boy was sick all fucking while. I, mean, I wasn't sick, but I've been battling this fucking cold. I think today eesh. I'm finally over it. Eesh, 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 eesh. Yeah, when it hits down there, it hits down there, too. Yeah, bro. Like, it rains, rains down there. <laughs> yeah. We uh we watched, like, like it was an AEW show. It, it came down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it happens down here, man. For sure, for sure. What were we going to say? Uh, you mentioned The Last of Us too. How is that, man? I've been. I've, yeah, no. I said I was going to start watching it to catch up with you. You need to. It's uh, it's decent. Yeah, it's real it decent. decent. So does it come? See, I didn't play The Last of Us one. So I guess it starts with okay. that story. Yeah. Okay. I played The Last of. I beat The Last of Us two. I screamed like a not a grown man during some of these games. Some some of these missions. Some of these monsters. Uh, See, I've I've heard that if you, well, I mean, like, okay, no, yeah, you should still be good. Yeah, just go ahead and go ahead and start it. Yeah, and I imagine, like, yeah, yeah the half the half the people who watch the show ain't, ain't like they watched or played the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Like, I did. I didn't even finish the game, the first one. Oh, I never even played the second. Second was Liddy. Yeah, Liddy. I need to fucking. I need to fucking buy it but yeah no nah, fucking money's kind of tight do a winter had time to, yeah it's tight as fuck had to take the boy to the vet last friday i was gonna make a joke had about a, you doing like valentine's day stuff all your hoes but now i can't make it nope can't man my boy had a hematoma fuck, in his ear man. damn it was I like a like busted you... blood vessel yeah I felt like you took him to the vet for some like semi series, maybe what a couple years ago, two years at most. Uh, well, actually, I took him to the vet. Uh, at the beginning You're of the not month. Serious then? It, okay. I took at the beginning of the month. He had like a hump on his back, like he just banged it on something. Oh, swelled up. So like, yeah. So I took him in to get that checked out, and then two weeks later, well, it was actually no, it was uh. It was last time we recorded. As soon as I got, as soon as I got done recording, I noticed he had like a fucking pocket of fluid Ooh. on like the top part of his floppy ear. Oh wow! So I fucking okay. called the vet the next day, and they got us in the next day. I had to yeah. fucking get him there at seven thirty in the morning, which I mean it's not terrible. It's only like thirty minute drive to get there. Then they had to leave. I had to leave him there. He didn't want me to go. He was not. Oh he, no! He wasn't yeah. happy. Yeah. How old's Junior? Uh he's nine, just turned nine okay. at the end gotcha. of January. Gotcha. We all just but, babies, well, man. Yeah. But like when I took him at the beginning of the month, we got him on some um uh what the fuck is it? Um uh, joint supplements. 
because mm. he's getting older. I mean, he's still running around like he's a puppy, mm. but start him on that shit now, so he'll be good. But yeah, no, he had a fucking hematoma on his ear. They had to fucking put him out, fucking cut that bitch open. Yeesh. Uh, decent amount of money later, of come back at three thirty, pick him up. That motherfucker was high as fuck. <laughs> he was Sl- not happy with slurring me. his barks. Oh, he's tight. Bro. Of course, he, I know oh, he yeah. was. I know he was tight. He wouldn't even look at me on the drive. Nigga, home. you let these niggas cut me open and you left me. Oh, nigga, no. Like I was, yeah, like, I was he was, yeah, he was sick. He was sick. I was planning on staying there in the operating room, you know, yeah. like what happened? waiting. Yeah. They're like, "All right, yeah, just come. Like, you can come back and pick him up at three. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nah, this is my baby." <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, nah. G was tight. Has he talked? Has he started talking to you? Yeah. Yet? Yeah. Yeah. He. he oh yeah. He oh, yeah. Like the next day, Saturday, he was still a bit wobbly. Like, <laughs> Yo, come up. on, shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. They had him on that good <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, I bet dog drugs is fucking wild. <laughs> uh, nah, I'm not going to ask what they put him on because I don't know who listens. I don't even know. I don't even know what they put him on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like... I know, like, I, I used to have a homie, but, like, he'd be fucking around with some crazy shit. Yeesh. You Yeesh. know, some tranquilizers nope. and shit. No, 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 no. I meant to say, when did he start talking to you again? I realized in the story it's a week later. <laughs> Damn, oh, that nigga no, still mad. No, yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he was good on uh, Sunday. He was back okay. to his normal shit. Oh, okay. He was cool with you and shit. Yeah. Like he was, I mean, he was fucking weakened though out of his ear after they cut him open. They had to put like a tube in there, oh wow, so it can drain. Right, right, right. But yeah, that that first day he was bleeding all over the fucking place. Mm. But yeah, damn man. But yeah, I got to give him his antibiotics and his anti-inflammatory pills every fucking twice a day. Yeah. Got to take Real him back. Life shit. Got to take him back. Not this Monday, but the following Monday, so they take the tube out. Oh damn! Okay, it's still in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life shit, man. That's the shit I didn't think about. I thought about very minimally uh, when thinking about getting a dog, like even a small one. Like they still have yeah. problems. And so, and I'm broke, nigga. I don't, know. I don't make, I don't make money. I just make memories. I'm trying to think, I've had to take him to the vet. Like, I mean, like just for his normal shit. But outside of that, I mean, he got that. He had he got bit by something or was stung by a bee or something because it was like three or four years or it was like three years ago. Mm. Woke up and he had a bunch of like bumps all over his head. I think I seen I pictures that. of that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Shit, man, Junior. He, he, he's that strong, life, boy. He living that life. Yeah. Big shoulders. Yeah, you know. Big shoulders. No, I feel you, man. No, well, other man, than that, man, I'm uh... good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, besides being a daddy. Yeah, daddy yeah. shit, man. Big, 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 big daddy. Nah, I ain't been up to nothing, man. It's been a week, man. Just, um, you know, making more memories, dog. I, I did a wedding this past weekend, right? So, uh, and I DJ less. I mean, it depends on the season, but, like, I mean, this season's our slowest, but also DJ less when it's this most busy, right? But So, I, I did one. Like, let's get it. And, uh, uh, you hear me? You hear me? You there? Yeah, yeah, you see me? Uh oh, what you do? Yo yo, 
Yeah, you see me? You there? You good? I didn't do yeah. nothing. Okay, you all right? Like, you froze. You froze too. We froze. You froze first. All right, all right. I'm sure I did. <laughs> uh, so I did a wedding this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, so this, start, this story starts literally four years ago. It starts in 2019. Before I moved, before I got promoted, I was just a regular nigga, right? And did a wedding. I know I told us on the pod. We've been doing the pod forever. I know I told us on the pod. But this uh, the bride got so drunk, man, she threw up twice at her wedding. Uh, I go to grab my car, and, and this night, this night is over, son. Everybody's gone. And as I'm trying to leave, man, I see the flashing lights. It's the amber lamps, right? The bride gets taken off in the ambulance. This was four years ago. <clears throat> so I move, right? I move again. I I'm, I move again, right? I moved three times and live a whole other life now. I do a bridal show, a little expo. And this woman comes up to me like, hey, you did your man wedding. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, shit, remind you me. You remember? <laughs> Dude, I've done like 400 weddings, right? Yeah. So I remember the stories. I don't remember as many faces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, you DJ my wedding. I was the ambulance girl. I said, oh, nigga, let's go. I tell, I'm like, oh, I tell this story everywhere. I've told this story dozens of times. Now I see the face again, right? So this was, this was like five or six months ago. So fast forward to last weekend, I do this wedding, and I'm about to go meet the couple, meet the client, meet my client. And I come around, I always have a conversation prior to, I walk around, I walk into the wedding party, and boom, I see this woman who's in the wedding party. She looks at me, her eyes light up. I said, oh, oh nigga. She said, oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> it's the woman who was taken off in an ambulance on her wedding night four years ago who got, yeah. So everyone in this wedding party, plus a bride and groom, were at her wedding. So they get to see, like, I'm telling a story, but from my side of it all, and we're just yeah. weird, like, yeah, it's, it's about to be lit time. So four, five, six hours later, about 30 minutes before the night ends, I go to the restroom, I grab a, uh, grab a little tissue, blow my nose, some good dude's throwing up in the bathroom. It's a party, right? No big deal. Uh, leave, and I go back to the booth, and I'm watching, and I see the bride literally sprint up and down this hallway like three times within two, two and a half minutes. And I'm like, huh, this doesn't seem to be <laughs> ideal. This is supposed to happen. Yeah, that's never seen. This is this is not be happening right now. So I go to grab a bottle of water, a bottle of water, a bottle of water, and then I tell the bride, we got about 25 minutes left. Is everything okay? She's like, no, everything's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. In a way that let me know. She like, she said, I mean... Without saying I mean, no, yeah. nothing was fine. So I go to talk to the wedding party, and the wedding party is concerned. And as we begin the conversation, the elevator doors open up. I forgot to tell part of the story, but elevator doors open up. It's a fucking set of EMTs with a stretcher. Oh We're on the third floor of this building. The guy who I haphazardly looked to my right and he's throwing up in the bathroom. 
that guy ends up going unresponsive, and they call the Amber Lamps. Damn. <laughs> so the part that I forgot to mention is uh, as we were yucking it up before everything started, the groom tells him, he says, hey, so who was at the first girl's wedding? He goes, hey, so of our last five family weddings, three of them have ended up with someone being taken off in an ambulance. <laughs> They're not a party. <laughs> six hours later, they went four for six. God damn. What a time. I mean, like, what, like, was he just drinking? I mean, like, what was... All I know, from what I know, listen, know. <laughs> I I never, listen, so I had a dude, man, listen, I had a dude, he did two, he went two shows for me, man, and it cost me so much money. So, <laughs> when he, before he actually started, you know, he went as like a helper, man, just a shadow of shows, see how it goes, man. So, he comes back next weekend, next week, I'm like, yo, how'd it go, right? In two different conversations, him and the guy he shadowed told me the exact same story. Um, while he's just there as a shadow, not really doing anything, one of the guests come up to him and she goes, Hey, do you know where I can find some cocaine? Because he looks like a dude who knows where the cocaine is. I've never been asked myself. <laughs> I've never been asked where the cocaine is. <laughs> not a one time, not one time since I've done this. As I mentioned, I'm 400 deep. Not one time. The one time he shadows someone, he gets asked where the cocaine is. Meaning, a 400 weddings ranging from 50 people to, what's my highest? Four, 450, right? That's thousands of people I've performed in front of. I can only imagine the drugs and other oddities rolling through any particular set of guests at any particular Hell way. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might have just been drinking. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know, man. Apparently, it was like four nurses there. Uh, so, he was he was good. God damn. Yeah, like part of the guest count, four nurses hanging out. So they they, they oh, held okay. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As part of the guest, yeah, they held it down until the ambulance got there, and I kept the party going. What was I? I had one job, and one yeah. job. So otherwise, I hate that. Like it's gonna be a couple weeks, two weeks before. No, no, we'll be back next week. Nick-ups? No, yeah, yeah, we'll be back next week. I'm tweaking, bro. I thought it was going to be two weeks until oh, Revolution yeah. because Snowfall has started. Yep, there's two episodes and, on. Oh, there's two? Okay, we'll have, yep. we'll, we'll have next week. But, and by the time next week's episode drops, it'll be three, but we'll be at two. We record yeah. on the night Snowfall drops, so we won't get to report it until next week. Um. Listen, I don't care about last season. I don't care. Nah. Like you have to watch this. I know. I know you like don't read like the synopsises for each episode. No, nope. Did you read them? Yeah. Uh, okay. Nope. You shouldn't have. Sorry. <laughs> you sound mad. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I say you sound mad as hell. No, no. I'm ready. 
<laughs> Word. Okay. 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 It starts nice. off like. Nah, I'm don't kidding. tell me. I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. So yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Looking forward to that. Um. Let's get started, man. We had kind of a compact show to uh, review, man. Yeah. Want well, thank y'all for pressing play on episode one hundred seventy eight of the Hard Camera THC and I am your guy Juve. Ooh, senior my tag team partner as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Big Ren, let me know they can reach you on these social medias, Brody. You got a dog. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter, on the Instagrams at Juvie Desa. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Show page, me and Big Random Show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at the Hard Camera, where we got it all. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Radio Public. Shout out to the fifteen percent female fan base. Yo, shout out to the home. Gr- nah, I ain't gonna say her name. I'll say it. Shout out to home girl T. We'll call you T. Um, thank you for corroborating that women do get kind of nervous about uh, dudes want to be in relationships too soon. I asked like a few homegirls plus my sister. They all added like extra little nuances. It all had the other little angle. I'm like, yo, why did I even ask them? <laughs> Why well, ask them anything? Um, yeah, someone I had one talking about mental health. Uh, another one kind of talking about emotional. It was yeah, dude. So I'm, I'm not gonna ask anything ever again. Um, content help us pay help us pay our bills. Nice. Uh, big win. We had the elimination chamber 2023. We went five matches deep, and big win went four of five. Taking the soul to 75 of 101 matches, 74.25%. You got Juve, me, that's me, went. Four or five. Uh, 72 of 101. We went the exact same route as far as our picks went. Uh, I got two shows left, bro. I was about to say what I got on you, like 3%? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we just I, passed 100. Uh, <laughs> we just passed 100 <laughs> match mark. Basically, we got a whole 22 match card on Revolution. And we had two nights of WrestleMania. Hold on, hold on. Twenty two matches, <laughs> dude. You know, you know, in pay per views be having like twenty two to twenty six matches per AEW shows, man. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back. I got, hella, I got hella time to come back. Hella chance to come back. Um, Elimination Chamber, man. Overall, the show. What'd you think, bro? Oh, I was good. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Like there was well, only one thing that I didn't really. There's only one thing that I didn't really like about one match. I think okay. we can agree on that. But uh, okay, we'll get there now. Yeah, no, it was good though. It nice. was. Uh, it didn't slow down. There was no. There's no bullshit. Fucking <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. No mu- Mountain Dew matches. Right. That's funny. That is funny. It was condensed. Yeah. Nice, and that, that I mean that's that's what the rumble was five matches only because I mean two rumbles yeah but I mean yeah condensed condensed movies condensed movies um match of the night we know what the match of the night was yeah well we, we, know well, we might was. go one for two we might go one for two but I I think we are on the same page here Sammy and Roman oh, I was so, going with Brock and Bobby 
That was the match of the night. Man, get out of here. You know who it was. <laughs> you delivered that well, bro. You delivered that really, really, really well. Um, as I saw Roman Reigns taking it over, man. Talk to me about this match, bro. This, like, I mean, I almost thought that Sammy was going to take this shit. They did really well with that, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, this was already great from the intros, which I thought was kind of weird that Reigns... I mean, tonight, now that I think about it, at the time I thought it was rain, it was weird that Reigns came out first, but they got to give Sammy a little bit of shine, so they had him come out second. Corey Graves on the microphone, because I said that too. It was like, oh, that guy, Sammy, they even gave Sammy the home. Okay, he's coming out last. You see that? <laughs> I got to take videos Shit, off with bro. you. Anyway, man, I'm good. Anyway. I said, yeah, Cody, Cody Graves said, hey, Roman is making Sami Zayn look at him as he walked down the aisle. I thought it was a really great, like, announcer cover-up. Clearly, yeah, he's going to get the hometown joint, but, like, Cody Graves yeah. flipped that up to make it, make it sound any better. Go ahead, sir. No, no, that was – I thought that was great. I mean, fuck, dude, just the whole match. I mean, I mean, whenever Sami Zayn first came to NXT, I don't think any of us ever thought we would see him at this level. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah. even whenever, even whenever he debuted the main roster, there I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna be mid card. It felt like he had that ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and to be shit, honest, look at this dude. And to be honest, I kind of still think he does. He might get. He might have earned one championship reign sometime in the future out of this story. Yeah. Because they always, it's always there. Mm-hmm. It's always there as an option, right? Um, we can keep going in there. Yo, keep going, keep going with your analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, Sami Zayn was actually he was getting them. He was getting reigns. There was a few moments I was like, oh wow, yeah. like the the <laughs> seed of doubt. You don't get that seed of doubt with a WWE match anymore. Or you hadn't for a while in this reign. Not in this reign. This reign is giving you the the doubt in a match like a Brock Lesnar match does. Yeah. Like a Brock Lesnar match feels so unpredictable. And while this match felt predictable, there were moments where you were like, where I was like, oh, oh, okay. Will they, will they do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck the whole, I mean, the whole start from the intros to the end, that shit was like 45 minutes. Yes. They gave it mad time. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Sammy made everyone wait a little bit. Like we know mm-hmm. we're gonna get the pop, so milk, milk that. And he made them wait like Roman Reigns makes people wait. Yeah. Usually, like interesting little yeah, interesting little little uh, nuance there. Um, so I gotta ask. No, I don't have to ask yet because there's so many questions that come out of this match. Right. I did. Ha- I gotta give my one match nitpick. Where Jimmy came and did all that damage. Three super kicks and a splash off the top. He pulls Roman on top of Sami Zayn. I know and I when I watched it again today, I looked at the ramp to see like how long that ramp was. Wasn't long. Wasn't that long. No. <laughs> Wasn't that long, bro. So Jimmy gets done doing all that damage, pulls Roman on top, and as he leaves the ring, I know you gotta time that run out. You gotta time that run. Right as he leaves the ring, the referee slides in. Oh, yeah. Like, 
logically, like, even if he didn't out see, there. bro. <laughs> Well, my thought is too, like, logically, if the ref, even if the ref didn't see the splash or the kicks, he's seeing Jimmy <laughs> leaving the ring as he pulled Roman, like, yo. Have, they need to have refs on standby for these fucking main events when this bullshit happens. Like one on the outside? <laughs> Not just, like, one waiting in the wings, you know, just, like, waiting backstage <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, but otherwise, that was my one match nitpick, but otherwise, man. I mean, Sammy's wife was even great. Mm-hmm. Like he loved you. He looked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, nigga. He loved you. Like that's how real it was for him. Thus, how real it's been for us. He. It was so real that like you never think about like when we watch on TV. You never think about how they got like take this shit home with them. Oh yeah. So like Sammy's wife is like. She's in the bloodline, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Roman was making her remember as such. Roman Reigns is talking shit to that man's wife in front of him as he punches (laughs) that man in the face. Like, (laughs) I was going to make you my family. (laughs) And now look, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, this is, this is incredible. Um... Jimmy comes out, and then Jay comes out. What do you think was going to happen there? I do, I didn't know what Jay was going to do. I didn't expect what happened to happen. I mean, like, he got speared, Bro. and he was just like, all right, I'm going to leave now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense, though. Like, that's funny as shit, but it makes sense within the context, right? He he went out there. We don't really know what he was going to do, but he didn't stop Roman from getting his ass whooped toward the end of the night after after the match happened. That's true. So, there's that part. Um, it, Jay makes gotta me, get... it makes me wonder what's going to happen, like, between the Usos. And we got six weeks to figure yeah. it out. Because I think we know the end goal match for them. And this yeah. one we've been talking about forever, right? But we got six weeks. And I love that he didn't do anything. Because we got six weeks. I, low-key, I don't know. I won't say I was necessarily hating on Triple H. But maybe I was. Because the Bloodline story, and because I'd always been like, man, Triple H brought these guys back. They didn't do shit. Shout out to the homie Devin. He, he, uh, he helped. Uh, helped me kind of realize I was I was hating a little bit. Not within the conversation, but he planted the seeds and he he gave me some great points. He gave me some great points. Shout out to Devin Anfees. Um The Bloodline storyline started with Vince McMahon, but I don't think it would have reached this height had it stayed just under Vince McMahon. Fuck no. This is old school, slow burn storytelling. The kind of storytelling that I give AEW and I've kept giving AEW credit for in the last few years, right? Different, different stuff. Like WWE is still kind of, it, it was heavy handed in the WWE style, but not in the same way as some of the other stories. Oh, it was yeah. perfect drama, nuance, soap opera, right? Um, so we got six weeks, yeah, to to figure out how this works, man. I'm um, glad Jay didn't do anything. Jay needs his fair one. Jay got Jay got to yeah. get a fair one with Roman. Yeah. Like, 
off GP alone. It ain't got to be for the belt, but they got to fight. <laughs> they have to fight. They, <laughs> they have to fight. This what you want, Oos? You tripping, Oos? <laughs> I swear, bro. Listen, here's the thing: Jimmy never got one with Roman, but I mean that's not the story. That's not, and it it doesn't matter though. That's not the story. Yeah. Jay, we learned we learned Jay while Jimmy was gone. While Jimmy was out there, Jimmy and well, he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. I'm gonna say that he was hurt. But we learned you. We learned Jay, right? Chill. <laughs> so. I've seen theories as well online saying that Jay should be the one to dethrone Roman. What do you think? I mean, nah, nah, hell nah. Like, they. I mean, they're good. Like, they're, I mean, he's good, but like, he doesn't have. He doesn't have what Sammy has. He doesn't have what Cody has. And yeah. that's just the fan base. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, listen. You heard him I at know. Chamber. You heard him at Chamber. You heard him yeah. at Rumble. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think, I, I, yeah. I don't understand. I don't agree. I don't agree yeah. that he should be the guy. But I think, to your point, the fan base part, he's got the love there. Because the, the, there's so many stories within this story. Maybe he could take like his way or some shit. I don't know. But take he ain't getting the belt. He, no, he has to. He he has to fight Roman sometime, right? Yeah. But this story has so many smaller stories within it, right? So we've got the we're we're done with the Sammy Roman story. That part is done. That part ended the moment Sammy Zayn hit that last Haluva kick after the match was over. That yeah. was the comeuppance, some kind of comeuppance he had. But that, that's the end of that story. We have the Roman Reigns and Jay story like we've been talking about. We've got the Jay and Jimmy story that they're only planting seeds on. But we have the Sammy and Kevin story. That's the next part of the Sammy story. And how that comes together. So this story's not I done. I just wonder, like, I just wonder if Jay, like, how is that going to go, like, with Jay... I don't know, bro, because we got two sides. We have two families, Jay and Jimmy. Jay and Jimmy are, quote, on the same page because Jay ain't never leaving Jimmy, but the whole bloodline's fucked up. But on the other side, we got Sammy and Kevin who are fucked up right now. So we got to get them on the same page and some semblance of a fractured bloodline on the same page and clash that match at Mania. But how do we form the two stories together, bring them together? It's going to be fucking dope. We got six weeks. Six mm-hmm. weeks. And then we've got Roman Reigns. Still the man on top. Everything under him is coming down. But then we have this great white knight who's also from a prestigious wrestling family aiming to finish his story. Yeah. Listen. Man, going to be dope. Mania's going to be fucking dope. Yeah. We'll talk about this more next week for the AEW Revolution show. But them boys is feeling the pressure right now. Yeah, big time. It's, and it's not just Mania season pressure, neither. 
No. I'm not going to even shortchange it. It ain't just Mania season, rather. And we'll see whatever stories happen after Mania. It don't matter because we we're here, we're here where we're at right now. We got six weeks till Mania. And they are firing on yeah. mad cylinders right now. Them boys are under pressure. Mania's going to be fucking fire. Um, That's going to be great. Um, Men's Elimination Chamber? You want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of firing all uh, cylinders, man, um, Austin Theory retains the uh, United States Championship in the Elimination Chamber. Talk to me about that match. How'd you like it? Oh, man, they were going off. Yeah. They were fucking going off. Um, who do we pick to start it off? Do we pick Gargano and Seth Rollins? One of us did. I think we both picked Gargano. And then one of us picked Rollins, one picked somebody else. I think I picked Theory. I think you picked Rollins. I picked Theory and okay. Gargano. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was... Fuck, dude. They were, they were fucking going at it. Fucking Bronson Reed, man, that motherfucker... You know, I'm always starting been... to, are you starting to, here's where I'll start. Here's where I'll start. That splash off the top. Fire. Yeah. Fire. He's got one of his best splash. He's got, he might have the best splash in the fire. fucking game. I'm not going to give him that. I know. But it's I know fire. Got. <laughs> there's a, listen, there's a few splashes out here that Montez's frog splash, the Uso splash. Those are the two. Those are the two for me. Um, I haven't seen Leo Rush match in a while, but if he still does his frog splash, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, go ahead. No, that was, uh, I mean, I think I said, I mean, Austin Theory kind of squeaked out, you know, <laughs> but, uh, the, one of the funniest parts of that match was, uh, Seth Rollins and Gargano sitting up on top of the fucking, uh, pod. On top of the chamber, yeah. And then Rollins just, Rollins just smacked <laughs> Smacked his ass, boy. Listen, that Huracarana. Oh, shit. Yes. Off the chamber, dude. That Poison Rana, though. Was hard, too. That was hard. Yeah, Gargano was wildin', man. Gargano was wildin'. That was, was almost wildin'. a career-altering Bruh. move right there. <laughs> yes, for everybody. <laughs> for everybody involved, bro. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you mentioned Gargano. I really liked Gargano and Seth ping ponging Austin Theory. It's a very subtle thing they did there. Austin Theory's like, oh, we used to be friends on both sides, <laughs> on both sides, yeah. right? Because before his NXT run, of those who remember, he had that very, very short run with Seth Rollins under his Messiah, uh, his Messiah portion of his career. Then he went to NXT, was part of the way. Uh, so yeah, this his his two mentors, T and off ping pong and the big homie, the little homie, back and forth. Um, we gotta get we gotta sign Sean Solano Montez for it. Yeah, no, yeah, he fucking went off, <sighs> dude. He was he was moving. I mean, he was going 100 miles an hour. Yes, he was flying, selling. He was doing his thing. He's got he's got to stop. He's got to slow down a, a couple mannerisms. He does the suck it thing too much. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, it was I get good, like, it four or five times. I think. Yeah, like, dude, I love DX too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, it kind of, the sucker signed too much in certain positions, uh, kind of slowing that down. Otherwise, yeah, no, he he killed, man. He you think killed. it was a work? One, I wish I had more percents. hundred and you think it was a work? Percents. Him being hurt? He's yeah. Yeah, 100, 200 million percent yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that was that was the that was the vehicle for for Logan Paul. 
Yeah. Um, Logan Paul getting in there. So what do you think of this, man? Logan Paul, Seth Rollins. I'm I'm with it. Like, whenever Logan Paul first came and did his first match with WWE, I was like, man. But watching him in there, I, you can't be mad at the dude. Logan Paul is is better at this than he should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deadass, like, man. He's a fan. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think key. he wants to fuck it up. Low key. Yeah. And plus, here's the thing, too, right? This is a different era of celebrity involvement in WWE. Yeah. Like, in past years, it felt more hollow, some of the celebrity involvement. But, like, between Logan Paul and Bad Bunny... They didn't have a celebrity thing locked up. And if we going to go back farther, right? Because I don't think a lot of people would draw this parallel, too. Because we had some bullshit celebrities before, you know, in between. But Stephen Amell, SummerSlam 2015, I believe. Yeah. Uh, true fan, you know what I'm saying? Came in with, with Neville um, and Cody Rhodes. Uh, Neville now being Pac and, and Cody Rhodes. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're turning the corner with the celebrity involvement. And Logan Paul is well, I mean, better it, at this than he should be. It seems like back in the day when they used to have celebrities on the big shows, it was uh, a minute-long match. Or like bullshit you entertainers, know? right? They've had Snooki at Mania. Yeah. Like, Snooki was in a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? Shout-out to Johnny Knoxville as another uh, piece of celebrity involvement that was, like, decent. Was decent. Yeah, yeah, big decent. You know what I'm saying? Um... But Snooki was in a Mania match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could forget so, about that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to drudge that memory up. But uh, I'm looking forward to this. Seth Rollins-Logan Paul match. I am. Um, we'll talk about it at Mania. But Seth, Seth going, he's, he he needs him a main event sometime. Sometime next couple of years. Yeah, for sure. To totally see him being him and Cody at Mania if we're going to talk it. I mean, um, fuck In, dude, a, in a couple Manias from on... now at least. Seth hasn't been on too good of a streak at the pay-per-views, though. No, no. Um, and like he's like, it's not going to get any better. Like I don't. I mean, this is gonna be this will be fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> we got six weeks. Six yep. weeks. How many? Uh, six weeks. <laughs> six of them. Um, but no, man, great match. Damian Priest even did his thing too, man. Um, yeah. I'm I'm turning more and more around on Damian Priest, man. He's he's the he's an anomaly. He is an anomaly because he's a big guy, athletic guy. He so he's he's not like Kane type big, but he's the big guy in a match nowadays. But he's super athletic. Yeah. And then you got Bronson Reed, who is a big guy and athletic, but a different kind of big. So you got the two styles blending off each other, and they both did. They both did pretty well in this match, man. This was yeah. This was good. This was good. This was really good. I think it was good for everybody in the match. Literally. Literally everybody. Yeah. Yep. Theory over overcame, overlasted. Um, and then came off a uh adult match, weird ending, beating Edge on Raw. Good yeah. match. Um bit of a weird ending with, with Finn Balor in there, but yeah, yeah. Austin so I mean I'm guessing we get Finn and Edge at Mania. Yes, 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 yes. blow off, which is that fun yeah. with that. I'll give them a singles match. Let's go. Let's go to that tag match, man. Edge and Beth Phoenix defeating Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Uh, what'd you think of that? That was actually, that was better than I thought it was going to be, actually. Yeah. Um, My hype was low for I mean, it. I think the, 
Yeah, mine was too. Like I think like the like the coolest part about that match for me was uh, uh, Beth and Rhea fucking powerbombing both those motherfuckers. Oh yeah, at the same yeah, time. yeah, yeah, true enough. That was kind true of fire. Enough. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I know, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, man. other than that, like, I don't know. I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. You know, was, like, and I think the right people won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Edge and Finn have fucking chemistry. Oh, yeah. Like, whatever stipulation they go with, like, I'm going to go back and watch the I Quit match because that was a really good great blend of pro wrestling and then the sports entertainment. That it's got to be a hell in a cell match at mania. Well, we're going to talk about Brock and Bobby here in a second too. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, the match was great. You know, I got to give a, 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 a salute to, too. we laughed about it last week a little bit. Fucking Dominic. Dude. That's the most hated man. That's the most hated man. In North America, right now. If it, <laughs> and in Canada. Listen, if this was the whole plan, or whenever this plan began, salute. Like, mm-hmm. he's the son of the greatest luchador ever. And then there's Rey Mysterio, too. But yeah. You get it. You get it. <laughs> um... But no, Ray Mysterio's his father, Eddie Guerrero, is tied to his name forever, and that lineage, that history, and debuting as like the goober son of the legend, you know what I'm saying? And taking everything that we knew him to be as a goober and making it the best parts of his character, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to like him more now just because he's getting so much more hate, but like, I, I think, I mean, he's... I just don't like when he's on the mic. Like it just doesn't feel. I feel real. He'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. His his gooberness, his went to jailness. He beat his daddy's ass, but he also like they've kind of like like intimated that him and Rhea are in some kind of relationship. Clearly, they have a relationship, right? And yeah. saying his saying his profession like Rhea's hot as fuck. So he gets the hot girl. He's a fucking goober. And he's a son of a legend, and he swears he's hard because he. But he went to jail. He goes to Valentine's Day, yeah, or and and has to. And Rhea takes out her car. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun, super fun. So you think Edge and Ray get the Hell in a Cell treatment? I'm sorry. You say you think Edge and Ray get? Oh, so not not Ray. Uh, Edge and Finn get the Hell in a Cell treatment. I think it's going to have to be. Like, I hope it's not a fucking last man standing match. I hope it's not an I quit match. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I feel like Edge has done all of those so many times since he came back on this run. True. True. I mean, he's already had the Hell in a Cell match, too, with Seth. Yeah, but, like, this has to be in some way where, no, like, where Dominic can't get involved. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Some like, way, yeah, something to keep him out. It's it's just got to be them two. Yeah, I feel that. No, I feel that. I'm not mad at that. I want to pivot off of that. Oh, you froze again, my guy. All right. 
You're live. There we go. <laughs> Dig, but no, we good, man. No, I wanted to pivot off the uh, the mixed tag match to Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley at the chamber because you mentioned Edge and Finn getting Hell in a Cell treatment. What do you think Brock and Bobby get? I read some shit today. I didn't like. Really? Really? Didn't like do it I, at all. Uh, do it. Why not? Let me know. We 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 we, we cliffhangered it. You gotta say it. Well, they ain't gonna be fighting each other at all. Really? Yeah. What'd you see? Tell it, man. Spill it. I seen Bobby's gonna be fighting Bray. Really? And Brock's gonna be fighting Omos. That's why he said Bray's name in the promo. Dumb. In the pr- it didn't like when I heard that on the promo on Raw. I was like, why did he say Bray Wyatt's name at all? Like that what that was that was weird. I did notice that. I don't want to see that. No. I'm oh, honestly I'm I'm over Bray. I don't want to see it at all. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And like I don't want to see Bobby. I mean, I don't want to see Brock and Omos either. No, no, not at all. I thought that was just because there's the thing, it's it's Omos and it's MVP. So yeah. who MVP being loosely connected to Bobby Lashley, I thought that was just a red herring to put them back together. Yeah. And Bobby did say Bray's name. I don't like that shit. No I don't like that shit at all. What do you think of the match, man? Because the match ended the way that it ended. It wasn't it you no, no. That's not a feud ending finish. No. So <laughs> That's why I'm like, no, man, I can't. Anyway, talk to me, man. What you think? I mean, it was, it was, it was what it was. You know, it was two big ass dudes beating the shit out of each other for oh, what was that. like eight or nine minutes. Yeah, they did do. That. I mean, that uh, that hurt walk into the F5 was pretty sick. It was. Yeah, it was. Transit. Uh, the last fifteen years of like twenty years, maybe of finisher transitions. Like, I'm going to reverse out your finisher into this really smooth way of getting into mine. Very smooth. Yeah, they definitely figured that yeah. out. Go ahead, bro. No, I mean, it was it was a cool match, like I said. But, like, the finish was just... I mean, especially if they're not going to fucking have a match at Mania, what the fuck was the point yeah, of that fucking dude, finish? That can't be. Like, we can't wait till SummerSlam. Like, we got to blow this off now. It was weird for them yeah. to have the match at Chamber anyway, and I figure if they were going to extend it, it'd, it'd be more of a destructive. I mean, it was it was your it was your definitive Brock Lesnar ending, like a way to write him off television for a second. But oh, he's coming back next week for Omos. But um, yeah, he destroys things. And listen, man, Brock Lesnar been kicking the nuts so many times. He probably thought that like, no, you could do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you oh. Could, no, I thought oh. this, I thought this was America. Right. <laughs> Dead ass, man. Shit. I'm sorry, officer. I mean like the only I didn't way know I couldn't do that. The only way I wouldn't be the only way I wouldn't be like super mad at it, but like it would still be a pointless match is if it was a fucking fatal four way with Bray, Brock, Bobby, and Omos. No. I know, no. it's pointless. I know, but no, like this, if they're it, fucking it all stinks. I yeah, it all stinks. <laughs> it all but stinks. Like, that Fuck would the be brand the safest split. Way to, yeah. Oh, for sure. But like, that's the safest way to 
I mean, because Bray's going to win. Whoever he fights at Mania, he's going to win. <sighs> Fuck. I No, I hate all this. I like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm about this close to being done with Bray. <laughs> what what is it about Bray that you're not feeling? Was the Mountain it's Dew? It's just the st- like it's the no, it's just the his story is just too drawn out and like it's just making me not give a fuck about his return at all. Yeah, drawn out. What's the difference between his story being drawn out versus like a bloodline drop? Because I mean that's that's main event shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the style of story being told. Yeah, yeah. Do you just I from speaking for myself? I don't know how much of the like. I'm a weird guy. I'm weird stuff. Like that can yeah, only play for so long. It. But me and maybe maybe yeah. he's not the immediate audience. Maybe we're not the immediate audience, right? Uh, I think PG, it's what PG I mean, it's his story. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, maybe it's just for you know goth kids and preteens. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> they can have them. <laughs> Keep them. <laughs> oh shit, man. Um, yeah, man, that match was cool, man. Brock and Bobby it was cool. It was destructive. It ended like shit. Don't end it. Bobby, this way. I mean not Bobby, but Brock is just beating up refs. I mean Maybe anywhere get- else he'd be fined. Maybe they get like a no DQ two out of three falls match or something. I'd be fine with that. That they could get done in like fifteen to eighteen minutes. Cause they can they can they pause, they got the stamina to go that kind of match. A slow, just kick ass beatdown match, just destructive, no yeah, fuck yeah. Put the hell in a cell. Cause you gotta have two matches, right, that have like lack of rules, right? So put Hell in a Cell on one day, put the no DQ, two out of three falls on the other way. Yeah, make a shake. This whole thing has been about Elimination Chamber was supposed to be the rubber match, and it wasn't. It was a nigga got kicked in the nuts. And so, yeah, let's make it definitive. No DQ, two out of three falls. Make a shake, man. Oh, uh, Women's <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Asuka comes out sixth, and... Uh, Outlast the field, last eliminating Carmella via submission. Uh, it was never in doubt. No. It I felt like it ended kind of weird, though. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a bit off the way it ended. What, um, compatibility, chemistry, timing? What do you mean? It just, it just seemed really, it just seemed, seemed really fast. <laughs> like, it just didn't, I don't know. I mean, it just seemed like it ended abruptly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything bad happened. Like maybe Carmella should have had more of a fight. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, Carmella's a really good heel because she's super beatable. She's hot as fuck, but she's smart too. Yeah. And she's got she's like a female chicken shit heel. And she's 100%. really, really good at it. So, and Asuka's a killer. Like, if Carmella went toe-to-toe with Asuka at this point of reintroducing Asuka and the way we're reintroducing Carmella, it wouldn't have... No, Asuka had to kill her. Yeah. I don't like... Because they did this last year with Bianca Belair. Um, they both came out sixth. When... I don't know. I would just rather see them outlast, I guess. If they're already the best, 
make him work a little bit. Like, no, Carmella and Asuka shouldn't be going toe-to-toe for six minutes. But no. let Asuka kill more people. I definitely expected her to come in earlier than sixth. I mean, I think yeah. we picked the right two on the Because uh, Liv, Liv Morgan stayed with a chip on her shoulder trying to prove some stuff. I yeah. want to start, hey, start that fucking, everything. That fucking uh, that sunset flip off the fucking pod was pretty fire. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. I'm not mad at that. And I'm kind of turning my, I'm kind of, I just was thinking myself out of my point just now, talking about Oscar and Bianca Belair. Like, on one hand, yeah, I want to see them last through more. However, let's say Oscar wins at Mania, right? Like Bianca won at, uh, at, at Mania. If we just saw her go through the entire women's division in the chamber, then I guess maybe who can beat her, right? So I, I, I yeah. get it. I get it. You guys are smart over there, guys. Cut the check. Um. Yeah. No. Liv Morgan did her thing as well, passing out uh, the sharpshooter, uh, Oscar arm lock thingy, submission thingy. Um. We think of Raquel. Is it? Is it? Rod- it is Rodriguez, right? I'm so used yeah. to Gonzalez. I think it's Rodriguez. That's kind of crazy. Double, double Ra- R. Double R. Raquel Rodriguez's performance. I mean, apparently she's. Bigger and stronger than Bronson Reed because she put that little motherfucker through the pod. Bronson couldn't do <laughs> and that. Bronson did not. He could not. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I was like, was I thought he? Okay, never mind. <laughs> nice. No, nice, she did. Nice. She did a thing though. She's she's gonna be. I think she's gonna have a good year after yeah, Mania. I don't sure. think she's gonna have a match at Mania. I think she's gonna have a good year though. Yeah, she'll have a good year. Maybe she'll win the. Uh, maybe if they do the women's battle royal, she'll win that. I could see I that. Totally, totally see her winning that. Um, no, she had a great performance. I'll, before I get to Nikki Cross, who else am I, who else am I forgetting? Natalia, of course. Um, Natalia's going to Natal. Um, you always going to get, you know what I'm saying, prime work rate. That's a queen of hearts right there. Nikki Cross, she was in for a short amount of time, right? She didn't really contribute much, much to the match. She had that dive off the top of the pod. What do you think of her new... Uh, Story building with Candice LeRae. Did you see their interaction on Raw? I don't remember it. So Candice LeRae has a match coming up and uh, uh, next week against, uh, I believe, Piper Niven. And she catches, while she's delivering the promo, she catches Nikki Cross, like, staring at her again, right? So Nikki Cross has been, like, following her for a few weeks now. She stops her, hey, like, can you please tell me, like, why? Like, I got a big match next week. I need my head in the right space. Just tell me why, right? So Nikki, like, really shyly whispers this whole, like, two, three senses in, in her ear, right? And then leaves. Backstage reporter says, hey, do like, what does she say? Candice LeRae says, she tells me that she has no friends. All of her friends have left her. So when Nikki Cross talking about, hey, do you want to play, right? Because she they were talking about the chamber. She wants to play with the chamber. She's just lonely. She ain't got no friends. She really just wants to play. I'm like, people don't like playing like she likes to play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she played too rough. <laughs> <laughs> She came from that hard ass background. Like, yeah, Fucking... what group was that that she was in? <laughs> Sanity. 
Yeah, see? Yes. They don't have any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Nikki looked like, nah, Nikki was definitely, Nikki was definitely like the Dookie of the friend group. She was the Duquan. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody grew up and all them niggas left. And so she's like, damn, man, you know what I'm saying? I kind of got my shit together that, a little bit, that man. that shit with that duck fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> with the yakami with turkey grease and shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Just throw it up when they be swilling that shit. You get back to <laughs> God damn man. Um, I'm not mad. At this Nikki Cross story, man. Let her try to find a friend. It gives her something to do. Yeah. It gives Candice LeRae something to do. It gives them the sympathetic babyface run uh, when they lose to Ronda and Shayna Baszler on an off pay per view <laughs> in July. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? They'll they'll get that match too. So I mean, yeah, give them give them both something to do, man. It's better than what me and Yim is doing. Um, yeah, that wasn't nice. Elimination Chamber, man. On a scale of one to ten, what do you give it? I give it an eight. I'm gonna give it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I wanted to yeah. hate. I wanted to hate. Give it a seven point nine. I'm not even gonna hate. Yeah. Then listen, man. I, I, I low-key hated on Triple H. Um, but this is beautiful stuff going on, bro. Yeah. This is beautiful stuff going on right now. Um, it's fucking WrestleMania season. We got six weeks. They're working on the build really well. Bro, listen. Let Cody and Roman build even more. I'm so That's going to be so fire. Yeah. Jay, got to get the fair one with Roman sometime. We yeah, somehow got to get this tag match set up. Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. We got Edge and Finn. We better have Brock and Bobby. We got whatever the fuck Bray's going to do. Let's get it, bro. We got Bianca Belair and Asuka. That match is going to low-key be a slapper. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like Right now on paper, I think the build is going to make it better. Like, if I see it on paper, it's like, okay, Asuka is like Asuka, but we haven't seen Asuka be Asuka in a while. Bianca Belair is Bianca Belair. I think this build is going to really help. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. <laughs> Seth Rogen in a celebrity tag match. That's funny as shit. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be super good. The Miz, he'll probably find something cool to do. Austin Theory, you know that, 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 uh, John Cena rumor. Listen, man. Be a good mania. Let's get it. Let's fucking get it, man. Big man, let me know you can reach you on social medias, bro. You got it, Miguel. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. Check me the fuck out on Twitter and the Instagrams. Juvie Day, so you know you know how to spell it. Um. The Hard Camera, Twitter, Instagrams, Hard Camera, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, New Zealand, Radio Public, 12 to 15% female listenership. Um, Next week, bro, we got AEW Revolution. Yeah. It crept, it crept up on us. Yeah, it did. Crept up on us. And, of course, the Evolution, uh, Revolution recap show. But, bro, we on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. <sighs> It's going to be fucking good. Stick around, man. It's the hard camera. Content that will help us pay our bills. Until next time, 
I'm your guy, Jew, with my partner, Big Ren, the legendary. Together we are Paul London and Brian Kendrick. We will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> <coughs> Salute.